1: Sports fans, you are in the gymnasium. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, September 4th. And if it's September, it must mean the beginning of college football. And there are some good games this weekend. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about the Rays still playing very well. First place in the American League East. And the Bucks getting some final preparations ready for the home opener this Thursday at Raymond James. The number here is is 8- eight. Seven seven four four eight seven nine zero one. The email sports at power at 901.com. We'll be right back to start the show on Power 90.1.
0: There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten free, keto friendly, kid friendly, dog friendly, desserts, craft beer, and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, We've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook. Or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Power 90.1.
1: Welcome back sports fans. Hopefully everyone is getting ready to enjoy the long Labor Day weekend. Hopefully, you have some plans made with friends and family. Enjoy the nice weather and kick back and watch some sports. As we get started here, obviously, I want to talk some college football, but I want to go with the Rays first. The Rays right now are 84 and 50 going into the weekend here against the Minnesota Twins. That record gets us first place in the American League East. if you look at what we're doing right now, we're six and a half games ahead of the Yankees, eight, and a, eight games ahead of Boston going into the weekend, and that's after dropping the last two to Boston. We should have won the one when Sale was pitching, uh, we just didn't you know, get a run when we needed it, and uh, then getting shut out on Thursday night. Um, No, we definitely lost that game Wander will not be in the lineup um, yesterday So we'll see what happens going forward with him He'll be fine He is playing as well as anybody in the major leagues At 20 years of age So like I said, our record right now Is 84 wins and 50 losses Took 13 out of 14 games Before the Boston series Which we split Uh, Two and two, as you know. So going into the last month, I believe uh, yesterday was there's 30 days left in the season. Going into the final month here, obviously you have some teams that you expect to be around this time of year. And no, maybe a couple teams that you really don't expect to be around. Starting the season, if you looked at some of these prognosticators, the Rays really weren't in the picture, but as usual, here we are. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Because this team, what makes the Rays so dominant is that they're the best run organization in baseball operations from rookie ball through the major leagues, in my opinion. Obviously, you know the situation with the salary cap uh, and on this show and, you know, you talk to many other people, a lot more could be expected from ownership uh, with uh, Sternberg and the way he conducts uh, his day-to-day operations from that standpoint. But as far as the organization, the baseball, the playing of the teams, minor league, like I said, rookie ball, all the way through up here. The secret is, is that everyone plays and everyone contributes on this team. And when I say that, I mean the 25th player on our team is better than any other team's 25th player. And if you want to break it down, that no, you can say our 20th to 25th player are better than anybody else's 20 to 25th. So, to put things in perspective, the Yankees, they won 13 games in a row in August, and they still lost ground to us. Now, imagine that for a minute. So, as we get into the last month here of this season, I think that, as I said, we're six and a half games Up the Yankees going into the final weekend, uh, going into the final month, eight games ahead of Boston. So, what do we have to do? Like we've always said, we have to be able to stay healthy. Um, If we're able to do that, then there's no reason why we can't keep playing the kind of ball that we're playing. No one scored more runs than us, seventh inning and on, seventh, eighth, ninth inning. We find a way, like I said, to win games. at the end So uh, of course you have Boston there Of course you have the Yankees Of course you're going to have Houston And you're going to have the White Sox Those are the four teams that uh, I believe Are uh, going to be in the American League playoffs And they're the four teams that I think Are going to uh, you know, make some noise In the next month Once the uh, regular season is over uh, if, if you had to pick a team I know I'll tell you, our end of season schedule is one of the harder ones. We finished the last six games at Houston and at the Yankees. So there's six games right there that may uh, decide home field advantage in the playoffs if it should come down to that. Um, You know, I I talk about the White Sox being there. Uh, They may not a lot of teams, you know, they may not be as stacked as maybe the Dodgers or the White Sox. Um, I mean, the Dodgers or the, uh, the Padres. But if you look at the White Sox, what they have, they have some players that when they're healthy, they can all play. And right now they're they're getting healthy. You now they have Louis Robert back. They have Ismami Grandal. Uh, Carlos Rodon Lucas Giolito um, there, Dylan Cease Lance Lynn And on top of that Their bullpen uh, Shows up at the right time They have a fierce bullpen So The White Sox are a team I've said all along That You have to watch out for Especially the last part of the season here And into the playoffs Uh, They're very tough to beat at home I think they have the best record Uh, at home in baseball. So talk about them. um, And, of course, you have the Astros. I really believe that um, they'll be there at the end as well. So what we have to do is just keep on playing the way that we know how. And that's go out there every day. Um, You never know who's going to contribute. You never know who's going to be the star of the game. Somebody will go out there and pick up the slack If someone's not playing well You never know who that might be We're getting Choi back He's uh, going to be able to contribute It was um, good to see Archer there a little bit playing Hopefully he can come back here And fine-tune some of his uh, mechanics Because we're going to need some starting pitchers Down the stretch uh, Like I said, our, our starting pitching staff Is really... Um, you know, we find a way to get it done Despite the starting rotation I'll, I'll, I'll say that right now So, love to hear your thoughts On who you think will be in the playoffs In the American League And um, who do you have Going to the World Series Number heres four eight seven nine zero one. I do believe in the National League You have the Dodgers And then there's everyone else after that it's just, um, you know, they're, they're just stacked from top to bottom, and they find a way to to win as well. So um, I do think that the Dodgers are the team to beat, like last year. But uh, we had a chance last year, and we have a chance this year, so I'm not discounting anything. You know, it's, it's, it's the San Diego Padres are right there with them, and the, and the Giants as well. And talk about the Giants. They're going to probably win 103 games and not win that division. So... We talk about the uh, playoffs coming up I think that we just, like I said, stay healthy Go out there and one game at a time Cash does a good job of um, letting everyone contribute And if you look at um, what we've done so far The record is really a- astonishing As far as you know the accompli- accomplishments that we have this year so far Um, You know, looking at some 30 days left in the season, I really think that when you start talking about the um, Cy Young, American League Cy Young, you have to go with uh, Garrett Cole of the Yankees right now. Um, I think that his stats, when he goes out there this past week, he had a great game. He's probably going to be the uh, Cy Young award winner in the American League. National League, I'd have to go with uh, Walker Buehler, uh, even though Barnes, Zach Wheeler, the Phillies are having a good year, but um, uh, Bueller is definitely the person that I think is going to win the Cy Young. Um, you know, talking about the Cy Young, there's a pitcher for the Angels that will probably have 10 wins this year and probably finish just shy of 50 home runs. That's right, 50 home runs as a pitcher. You know, Shohei Otani, Um, hands down he will be the American League MVP Uh, what he's done no one in 103 years has uh, able to go out there and do what he's done and I doubt whether anyone for the next 103 years going to be able to go out there and and, and do that again so what he does obviously for baseball this year is uh, amazing and if you haven't had a chance to watch him play I know a lot of times uh, Joe Madden's team there is on late we don't get a chance to see them too often, but I believe he will be the uh, walk away American League MVP. The National League, um, Fernando Tatis, will be the um, the National League MVP most likely. Uh, you do have you know Harper of the Phillies playing well right now, and he may lead the Phillies to a uh, playoff run here in the next month, but. Uh, When it comes right down to it, I don't see anyone but uh, Tatis getting that. So, again, your thoughts. And you know what? The Rays, they won't have an MVP candidate. They won't have a Cy Young Award winner this year. Glastonauer had a chance. Unfortunately, he got hurt first in the beginning. But if you look at it, we don't need to have a Cy Young Award winner. We don't need to have a MVP. Everyone on this team contributes and everyone on this team pulls the next guy up. So that's why they're in the position that they are, and that's why I think that they are the best baseball-run organization between the the, the lines in the Major League Baseball. We'll be right back. The number here is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com.
2: shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now,
0: now. Back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.
1: College football is upon us. First weekend of September, Labor Day weekend, all kinds of football. If you're a college football fan, it started off on uh, Thursday with Ohio State playing Minnesota. They won that game 45 to 31. Uh, UCF here in Orlando had a nice come from behind win putting up 21 points at the end to uh, beat Boise State 36-31 in a couple hours from now we have Oklahoma kicking off the uh, Saturday football slate against Tulane Um, that should be a decent game I look for Oklahoma to obviously win that one as they're the second ranked team in the country Uh, we also have Penn State playing Wisconsin Penn State ranked 19th Season Wisconsin ranked ranked twelfth. You know, looking at the Big Ten, it's it's tough if you're a um, you know Big Ten fan. One of these two teams. Now, you, if you lose the first game of the season, it's going to be hard to come back to win that. Um, conference. So Penn State, Wisconsin at noontime. You have Oregon, 11th ranked team in the country playing Fresno State a little later on at 2 o'clock. Alabama, Miami is one of the games, I think one of the top two games today. Of course, we mentioned Alabama being number one again preseason. Um, They have, you On both sides of the football, they probably have the best offense and the best defense. I look for them to go ahead and have another great season. Now, saying that, they're playing the number 14th team in the country, the Hurricanes, down here in Miami. Uh, I I think that if you look at that, the line on that game is 19 points. When do you see a 19-point spread when you're playing someone that's in the top 15? Uh, anyway, that's how good Alabama is If they don't beat you on the offensive side of the ball Their defense will shut you down So I, unfortunately, I look for a long day um, for Miami And Alabama should win that game You also have um, Indiana playing Iowa Both those teams are in the top 20 as well And you have um, Iowa State playing, who's ranked seventh. They'll be playing Northern Iowa at 4.30 today. And then I think the game that everyone is looking forward to watching is the Georgia Clemson game. That's going to be a 7.30 uh, tilt tonight. And if you look right now, you have Clemson as the third-ranked team in the country, Georgia as the fifth-ranked team. So it's really a great head-to-head matchup. And again, you don't want to be a team that loses the first game of the season if you're either of these teams. I think there's more pressure on Clemson to win this one, in my opinion, because of the conference. But again... Should be a great game, 7.30 tonight. And then we have the Gators. They're also playing at 7.30 against Florida Atlantic. Obviously, the Gators should roll in this game. It's always fun to watch them, see what they have, uh, getting ready for the um, conference play here. So, uh, 8 o'clock, running it off, you have Texas A&M, who's ranked sixth in the country. They'll be playing uh, Kent State. You also have a good LSU team uh, in the top 20 playing at UCLA. So look at that slate. You have a huge number of teams playing today. And then tomorrow, a rare Sunday game because there's no NFL football. This week, they have Notre Dame, who's ranked ninth in the country, going against the Seminoles, Florida State. So we'll see what Florida State has. Uh, Notre Dame, I give them credit. I'm not really a Notre Dame fan, but they go out there and they play teams from every conference, doesn't matter where, all across the country. And you know that's what college football is about. It's about the rivalries um, and also about teams that, you know, a lot of teams, a lot of there are teams that fans love to hate. And I think that Notre Dame is one of those teams and that's what makes it interesting to watch them and watch their following. So I think that as the season goes on, we'll be able to break down um, the top 20 teams and, and more uh, in depth. I hope that the Gators, like I said, have a great season as well as UCF. I hope that uh, USF is able to rebound from the thrashing they took Um uh, NC State 45 nothing the other night um, as well as you know keep Miami and uh, everyone else in the local teams um, doing well. hopefully they can avoid any injuries and and have a good season. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Who's your college team? I know around here it's it's really a melting pot of you have fans in this area from you know that, that cheer on the Gators, fans that cheer on the Knowles, uh, the, the canes. Uh, you also have a lot of fans that are uh, other SEC teams and Georgia, LSU. So you have a lot of uh, a lot of diversity, which really makes it a, a great area to be around. Let me know who your team is this year and what's the outlook for them. Call me at 877 448 7901. Or uh, you can go to JimmyBSports.com and uh, shoot me an email and let me know um, how your team is going to end up this year and if they have a shot to win their conference and what your expectations are from them. Uh, Switching over a little bit to the NFL, of course, by now you know that uh, the dress rehearsal games are over for preseason football. I'm happy that they are for one and I'm happy that there were no major injuries to the uh, Bucks going into the season, so we're taking a healthy team and trying to um, go in there and defend our title. You know, preseason is so dangerous. How about Dobbins, the running back for Baltimore, out for the season because of uh, um knee injury? It, it can happen, and that's why I, I cringe at preseason football, but that's over, so we can look forward to the start of the regular season. The Bucks will be hosting the Cowboys This coming Thursday. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think the expectations are for not just that game, but for the whole season for Tampa this year. Um, Judging from all the stories that we hear, all the reports coming out of training camp, it seems as though nothing short of another championship would um, be right For the Bucs this year, Um, we have to win it all with another trophy to be able to have it be a successful season, which it's very hard to do in the NFL, winning back-to-back championships. But I think that if there is any team that is poised to do it the way that we are set up right now, uh, we do have that chance because we're returning everyone on both sides of the ball, all 22 players. I think Brady is the healthiest that he's been, according to him. Uh, in, in 20 years, for that matter, um, you can go up and down the lineup. You can look at the offense. I don't see, I mean, watching them play in the third three-season game for the majority of the first half, I guess, or a quarter and a half, that they had, what, a 94-yard drive, a 97-yard drive. Brady pretty much just picked the defense apart with not just one or two players, but he spread the ball out to everyone. Backs out of the uh, the backfield. Um, uh, of course, the receivers: Evans, Godwin, OJ Howard. Back now and healthy. Um, no, not to mention the other ones that we had Gronkowski, and so uh, it's going to be a season where it's going to be fun to watch. I really look forward to. Games where we go out there and shut the other team down. I look for our defense to come out. And that, again, defense wins championships, being able to run the ball, which we talk so much about the weapons that this team has, um going through the aerial attack with Brady behind center and the weapons he has. But we have to be able to run the ball as well. And if you look at last year, at the end of the season, what we were able to do, our ground game really came into its own. And I expect that they're going to mix it up. They're not going to just go out there and... You know, air it out every play of the game and have Brady throw 50 passes a game. They're going to go out there and have a good game plan and uh, be balanced. And that's what they need to do. That's how it started last year after they came back from their bye week. They really got the running game going. And I think they're going to um, not rely on that, but they're going to have a very balanced attack. And in those situations where we may be having an off game and um, that the defense seems to be stopping the run that's when Brady can go to plan B and start to audibleize and just open it up they went with a no huddle offense in that preseason game last week which was fun to watch don't forget they've had another year now to be able to you know get to know each other get to know the offense the strengths the weaknesses you know you give Brady now, any more time than, um, you know, you need, he's obviously going to be able to find out the, the different plays that he's comfortable with for this team. So um, looking back at the game here or looking ahead at the game on Thursday night, Dak Prescott may or may not play, not sure um, if he's going to have that shoulder issue to be able to play or not. I don't think it much matters. I think that um, they can come out and they don't have the weapons. They don't have the... Ability to put points on the board like we do. So I look for it to be a good game. I look for um, obviously a lot of fans to be there, and I look forward to a victory. Love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. What are your expectations for the Bucks this year? How many games do you think they'll win? Um, looking at everything, I'm going to say that they're going to go out there and uh, they're going to win. 12 to 13 games. I think that you're going to have a couple off games no matter who you are. Um, and, you know, I would say 13 games is a very good uh, estimate of where they're going to be. And, um, you know, with the bye week and everything else, I think that they're going to have a great season. Love to hear your thoughts. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1.
2: that's 800-726-2194
0: now now, back to the show back to the jimmy b sports show on power 90.1
2: welcome
1: back sports fans still talking a little bit about the nfl how is your fantasy football team looking this year did you um have a good draft did you get the players that you're looking for would be anxious to hear anyone that uh, thinks they're going to have a great team this year. And if they want to go against me in a uh, challenge, just let me know, 877-448-7901. You can email me your team, sports sportswithpower901.com. When I get yours, I'll send you mine. We could have a friendly competition. Uh, You look at the the players this year, like I said, luckily not a lot of players got hurt. Uh, Top quarterbacks, the top four quarterbacks were Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Prescott were the top five actually. Running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Kamara, Derek Henry, and Ezekiel Elliott were the top running backs. Wide receivers, uh, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. DeAndre Hopkins and, uh, Calvin Ridley. Hopefully you got some of those on your team and tight ends, Kelsey, uh, Waller, Kittle, Pitts. So you have some great, uh, competition. You know, it's fun about these fantasy football league teams. Uh, It's set up in a way when you're doing a snake draft that uh, all the teams are pretty much equal and um, it depends on how you manage the starting lineups throughout the season. It's always fun. It gives you something to look forward to in addition to watching the actual play of the games, but, um, you know, root for your guys there. So again, let me know if you had a successful draft and if you want to uh, have a friendly contest. Talking about um, some other things this weekend, we have golf, uh, the Open, the, the the Tour Championship, which is uh, being played at the East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta. You have a great leaderboard right now going into the third round today. Uh, you have Patrick Cantlay coming off. Uh, His win last week uh, on five extra, I believe it was five or six extra holes that he beat Deschambeau. Well, he's in the lead right now at 17 under. Um, John Rom, who's the favorite going into this weekend, is right behind him at minus 16. Those guys tee off at 305 today. If you want to take a break, a breather from some college football and catch them, you have Deschambeau at minus 11 and Justin Thomas, they'll be paired together. Thomas is a 10-under. Those two will be going off at 255. So they're the top four. You have a bunch of guys at 9 and 8-under. They include um, Harris English, Victor Hovland. You have Cameron Smith at 9-under, Kevin Na, Tony Finau, who always seems to be right there in the mix. You also have uh, Louis Usthuizen, Jordan Spieth's at 8-under, McElroy's at 8 Dustin Johnson's at 6-under. So you have a whole bunch of um, top players in the world. Xander Shoffley out of the Olympics winning that gold. He's at 5-under. So you're know, looking at this tournament, I think that um, you have the Ryder Cup coming up here in a few weeks. Um, that's going to be at Whistling Straits. And everyone looks forward to the Ryder Cup. There's a little bit of a sidebar going on that I want to touch on in golf with Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka. It goes back to 2019. Uh, Kepka complaining. Uh, Kepka likes to play fast. He's, uh you know, get to the ball, go up to it, hit it. DeChambeau is the exact opposite. He really uh, analyzes everything and he takes a little bit longer than most players to go up there and Hit his shot, so they've been feuding about that for the last couple of years, and it goes back and forth. You know, whether it's the caddy that uh, DeChambeau was blaming, and then Kepka would no know, tweet something, "I love my caddy," and you know just childish things that the the length of the, the driver. DeChambeau blamed his driver one weekend on uh, not playing well. Kepka took the opportunity to go out there and say, oh, I didn't play well, but it was my fault, not my driver. So a lot of back and forth banter between those two. Uh, when you say bad blood, I guess, uh, and you're talking about golf, there is bad blood between these two guys. Now, I bring that up because we had the Ryder Cup, which is coming up, like I mentioned, in a couple weeks. Both of these guys are on the team. Uh, you have the captain there, Steve Stricker. And now this week, Phil Mickelson is going to be a co-captain, I guess. Um, You know, they they put them in a position where you get these two guys on a team that are at at odds ends with each other. And how's that going to affect the continuity uh, of the guys playing? So it's really a um, situation that I think Stricker needs to address. And I'm sure he will. He's always... uh, been a pretty good leader about that stuff, but it's led, it's gotten to the point so bad with these two guys and the fans. Of course, the fans, half the fans back Kepka, half the fans back Shambo. So when they're playing out there, you know, you have fans that are, you know, fans of Kepka yelling Brooksy as a you know derogatory remark towards Shambo when he's out there and you know missing a pod or whatever it might be and it got to the point where DeChambeau confronted a um, a spectator, a fan, when he was playing you No, know, last weekend. And, of course, he lost in all those extra holes to Cantway. But, you know, he, he catch somebody at the wrong moment, whatever, and the fans yelling, Brooksy, and uh, DeChambeau took offense to it and asked the authorities to remove the player. The PGA stepped in this week, and now they're saying that, Uh, Any fan or spectator that starts chanting Brooksy will be um, asked to leave the event and not come back. And I think that's going too far. I don't think it's the right of the PGA to tell a fan well, what he can and can't say, as long as it's not vulgar or going over the lines of sportsmanship, as long as it's not when uh, the golfer is, is putting or in the middle of his swing hitting a, a shot from either the tee box or the fairway. If, you, if the fan does that, of course, he needs to go. He's, he's an idiot. But uh, other than that, they have a right to say what they, you know, they want to say within reason as the golfer's walking from the... Green to the next T-blocks, whatever it might be. So, you know, my my point is this. These two guys, they're grown adults. They need to find a way to just make it go away and make it go away real soon because they are going to be on the same team in the Ryder Cup. And, And you know what? Stricker should pair them together and let them go out there and walk together 18 holes, whether it be the morning session or the afternoon session. And perhaps in that, you know, playing together for those 18 holes, they'll be able to have some conversations and, and kind of work things out. Uh, you know, and if that doesn't work, then you can always, you know, be like Apollo Creed and Rocky, go ring the bell, ding, ding, you know, throw some hands figure it out that way, and then I'll go for a beer afterwards and and be good with everything. But one of the two ways both these guys are obviously the top of their game, playing, they need to just for the, um, you know, sake of uh, the sport doing, just go out there and, you know, end the feud and just, you know, give fans what they're paying for with their Uh, ability on the links there and and keep it at that. So I'd love to hear your thoughts as well on that. If you want to email me, JimmyBSports.com or 877-448-7901. It's going to be a great weekend of sports. Let's hope that, well, first of all, the uh, Rays can get back in their winning ways, take the series from the Twins. Uh, Let's hope that we, all the local teams have some good showings in the college football um, some updated news with the Bucks getting ready. Looking forward to the game on Thursday. That's all the time we have, guys. Hopefully, you have a great Labor Day weekend. Enjoy the weekend as always. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Above all, stay positive. And we'll see you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Take care.